The Bible Study Podcast, episode 199. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues its study on newness. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. Not quite sure how to number this one. I'm going to call this the second in a study on newness. Of course, last week was also the last study on Revelation. And we saw that the Bible ends with a new creation. So let's go back this week to the beginning, to Genesis 1, to the first creation. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. God saw the light was good, and he separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning the first day. And God said, Let there be a vault between the waters to separate water from water. So God made the vault and separated the waters under the vault from the water above it. And so it was. God called the vault sky, and there was evening, and there was morning the second day. And God said, let the water under the sky be gathered to one place and let dry ground appear. And so it was. God called the dry ground land and he gathered the waters he called seas and God saw that it was good. Then God said, let the land produce vegetation, seed bearing plants and trees on the land that bear fruit with seed in it according to their various kinds. And so it was. The land produced vegetation plants bearing seed according to their kinds, and trees bearing fruit with seed in it according to their kinds. And God saw that it was good, and there was evening, and there was morning the third day. And God said, Let there be lights in the vault of the sky to separate the day from the night, and let them serve as signs to mark sacred times and days and years, and let them be lights in the vault of the sky to give light on the earth. And it was so. God made two kinds of light, the greater light to govern the day and the lesser light to govern the night. He also made the stars. God set them in the vault of the sky to give light on earth, to govern the day and the night, and to separate light from darkness. And God saw that it was good, and there was evening, and there was morning the fourth day. And God said, let the water teem with living creatures and let birds fly above the earth across the vault of the sky. So God created the great creatures of the sea and every living thing with which the water teems and that moves about in it according to their kinds and every winged bird according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. God blessed them and said, be fruitful and increase in number and fill the water in the seas and let the birds increase on the earth. And there was evening and there was morning the fifth day. And God said, let the land produce living creatures according to their kinds, the livestock, the creatures that move along the ground and the water and the wild animals, each according to its kind, and it was so. God made the wild animals according to their kinds, the livestock according to their kinds, and all the creatures that move along the ground according to their kinds, and God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and over all the wild animals, and over the creatures that move along the ground. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. Then God said, I give you every seed-bearing plant on the face of the whole earth 
and every tree that has fruit with seed in it, they will be yours for food. And to all the beasts of the earth and all the birds of the sky and all the creatures that move along the ground, everything that has breath of life in it, I give every green plant for food. And it was so. God saw all that he had made, and it was very good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the sixth day. This is the Genesis, the first account in Genesis of creation. We're going to skip for now the second account, which is in Genesis 2, which is the creation of Adam and Eve, and probably this story that is more familiar to people even than this story. And what we're not going to do is, this is not a... Bible study this time about creationism versus evolution, whether these are literal days or whether these are figurative days. But I don't want to shy away from that completely. So let's just say a couple things about what this story is and what it isn't. I don't believe that this is intended to be a science lecture on how the earth is created. And one of the reasons I say that is I believe that God knows and understands the way the universe works. I believe God knows that the earth revolves around the sun and that the sun is in the Milky Way and that the Milky Way is one of many, many different galaxies. He made them, so he knows that. So let's take that as a given. If we're assuming a creation and a creator, and I am, because this is what the Bible is talking about, is that God created. There's a place in this where we're looking at the world through ancient Hebrew cosmology. So, for instance, when God separates the water above from the water below, we know that the sky is not water above, not in the way that they thought of it, that it was a sea above and a sea below, but they're describing it in the terms that they understand. And I have no problem with that because This is not a book, again, that is trying to explain the way the world works. It doesn't say that the earth is round. It doesn't say that it's square. It doesn't say that it's cube. It's not talking about that. I think the way that it describes things is fine for what it is, which is an account of God's creation. So with that in mind, what is this account intending to tell us? We say that the Bible ends, last time, with newness, with creation, with recreation. Well, it starts with creation also. And it starts with in the beginning, and heaven and earth, and nothing, and God speaks into existence what is not. So we learn some things about God in this chapter. We learn that God is before all things. We learn that God is the creator of all things. We learn that God is has power to speak the world into existence. We learn that God brings light where there is darkness. And light is a very important thing in the Bible because light is not just photons. Light is all that is good and healthy and holy. So God breaks into a world of darkness And in the midst of darkness everywhere, God speaks light into existence. Now, scientists would now call this the Big Bang, a theory that started with a Catholic priest who came up with the idea and now is backed by much of cosmology. But basically that God speaks this creation into existence and that it is light exploding into a world of darkness. We also learned that God is a good creator. 
So we look at this, and many, many times in this chapter, you heard me say that God looked at what he had done, and he said it was good. It was very good. And it was also very ordered. Did you get that sense? If we learn nothing from the days, I think that we should learn that God has an order. God has a plan. When God starts this, he doesn't make everything all at once. He makes things in order. And then it says that he has, and that everything bears fruit according to its various kinds. He makes great variety too. We see within God, within his creation, we see someone who is a creator. We see someone who is creative. And that's the word that we use when we say we create things. It's that spark of creativity And if you are someone who is creative at all, in whatever way you may be creative, whether it is the ability to redo a car, whether it is the ability to paint a painting, whether it is the ability to plant a garden, whether it is the ability to sing and create out of nothingness song, you know the joy of creation And I believe when this says that we are created in God's image, male and female, he created them, that part of what that creative spirit that God has is in us. But I also see within this great, great joy that God is taking from this act of creating, from this act of making new, and from this act of making something out of nothing. And this is the first time, obviously, since the first chapter in the Bible, where we see this characteristic of God, that God enjoys creating. So last time we looked at the end of the chapter, the end of the book, rather, and we saw that God recreates because everything in between has gotten out of his order, out of his plan And even with that, God makes a longer-term plan to get everything back and to recreate it back to the way that he made it, which is good, which is very good. And you'll notice at the end here when it says that God created things and he said it was very good that he includes within that creation mankind. And I'm using the term here, but it says male and female. So we're talking about all of us who are made in his image. And he says it's good that we are created from God and that God had something in mind that was very, very good. And that God took joy in creating us also. And that God, I believe, and we'll see this more as we continue on the study, takes great joy, takes great joy in recreating us, in restoring us to that plan that he had in the beginning that was very, very good. Because God is a creator, and God loves to create. And God loves to take what was nothing and make something, and make something significant. And I think that's a pattern we will see continued here through the Bible as we look at this theme of newness and of creation. And we bring this up because obviously this is a new year. And this is a year where a lot of people make resolutions. And we say, this year will be different. This year will not be like every other year. 
within that space, that desire for newness, that desire for recreation, I think God has an opportunity to speak to us to his word as he tells us the way things were intended to be in the first place. Ordered, creative, beautiful, wonderful, very, very good. With that, we're going to bring an end to this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, feel free to send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com or leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at Chris2x. As always, thanks so much for listening. Hello, my name's Rachel Carmen, and I want to invite you to come over and listen to my podcast. It's called Real Refreshment. For years and years as a young mother, I chased after the wind, thinking that the world could offer me the refreshment I longed for. But it was only when I discovered it in the person of Jesus Christ that I really found refreshment. Come on over and join me as we dig into Bible study. I'll see you there.